There's a powerful shift happening right now. Can you feel it? Have you experienced it? We are living in exciting times as a woman, and we are called to raise the bar, break the rules, and step up and lead from a place of unconditional love. Welcome to the Woman of Influence. I am Elise Ann, your host. I'm here to guide you on a journey to remember who you truly are, design a soul-fulfilling life, and live beyond your wildest dreams. Who is the Woman of Influence? The woman of influence allows God to use her for a purpose higher than herself, lives the fullest version of her life, is independent of the good opinion of others, and walks her talk while changing the lives of everyone she touches. Is this you? Then this is the go-to hangout place for you. You are here for a reason and the world needs you to be you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the unfolding. How are you? Good morning. This is Elisan. I am the host and founder of this amazing thriving community where 248,000 members of you gathered here from all around the world. Hello, hello, hello. So this week is the last week of May. We are moving and going into the month of June. That's amazing. And I don't know where the time has gone. Do you all feel like time has like sort of like evaporated, right? It's like, oh God, where did the time go? So that means I feel like you can manifest anything instantly and you also can pay off your karma debt instantly. So a lot of people are so afraid of karma but karma is really basically the law of cause and effect. What you give out is what you get back. So the more gracious you are, the more gracious you will be, the, you receive. So last weekend, last on Saturday, we decided to take a day trip to Johor Bahru in Malaysia. I live in Singapore. So it's sort of like, you know, driving into Canada from Buffalo, driving into Niagara Falls, Canada. So Singapore to Johor Bahru is sort of, kind of like that. It's like the Mexican border, something like that, you know? So we drove there, we spent the entire day there, and um, the kids had a blast. We, they were ice skating the entire day. I was so tired. It was literally eat and shop till you drop. And that was what happened when I got home. I showered and I dived. I dove into bed and I'm like, that's it, I could. And it's like, and I had the jet lag for the past two days, like yesterday, and I had to spend the day yesterday recovering. I don't know, I think it's age or something, I don't know. But yeah, so when we were in Johor Bahru, we were going to pay for the parking ticket, right? So we have seven ringgit, and the parking ticket was eight ringgit. So we were like, okay, so let's put in the five and get back change. And you know what? The, the the station it's a little bit like um, still living in yeah it's the old system and they didn't upgrade it and so we were like oh my god we're short of one ringgit short of one ringgit and out of nowhere this woman shows up and she just gave me the one ringgit and I'm like okay just hang on for a minute let me find some coins and exchange the one ringgit with you you know I thought she was going to pay for her parking ticket because she's right behind me but the amazing thing is she handed me the one ringgit and she disappeared into thin air. She just disappeared. She left. And I'm like, wow, this is so amazing. And, you know, I do this all the time. I, 
if, if I'm behind the queue of somebody and they're they, they short, they short of money, they're short of like a few dollars or something, I would pay for them. And so this is like karma coming back to me. And when I drive, I always have good karma, dharma, um, because I always give way to people. And if I want my way, I need that way out, I always get it. And so it's like you've got to believe it always comes back. And in Singapore, you know, the push card, we need to put in a dollar. Well, the reason why is so that you would return the card back into the system, right? And I always leave the $1 for the next person, like paying it forward. And there was one day I really absolutely needed the card. And out of nowhere, there was one card there that showed up. So the universe works in miraculous ways. You don't know how it's going to show up. But when you need it the most, you know, it's going to show up. So you give what you want to receive. So if you want money, then give money. If you want opportunities, then give opportunities. It's like... <coughs> <laughs> my daughter is here she's sick so she didn't go to school so you'll hear her voice at the background so this is what I realized and you know something she's gonna pop by and say hi you want to say hi 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 everybody okay you can go in <laughs> yeah so and as I've told you, over the past two years, I've been working on forgiving myself, forgiving this particular person. And, and these two years, it was just so much of this healing that needed to take place. And, you know, over the last couple of weeks, I, at some point, you got to let go. And those few weeks was that point that made me let go. And I forgave. And then... Um, I invited this person to the weekend trip and well actually that's my husband and actually I was able to be in the car in the same space with him without trying to without trying to kill each other and so that's an advancement right that's really an advancement and um, you know I just feel like there's just so much stress released from my body there's no much there's, there's no more tension there's no need to defend anymore there's no need to just be on my toes all the time I can be me and as a result things started to flow I had the opportunities ideas started popping in and it's so crazy because I was thinking last night I, I was meditating before I go to bed I have this habit nowadays to meditate before I go to bed and then I just started to pop in, I just started to pop in, and I'm thinking, wow, this is so crazy, because I have all these ideas all along, but somehow, I wasn't able to see that it was, it can come to fruition, and once I release that energy, you know, that, that energy, that pent-up energy, and I just forgive, and, and you know, I just let it be, we, we were all young ones, and we have all said crazy things that we don't mean, so, it's like, why take that to heart and so I decided to focus on his good points I decided to focus on my good points and I think I really feel this is aging part of aging it's like I really don't want to hold on to stress hold on to grudges it no longer serves my highest good and it's like it's just a waste of time and energy for me and I don't want to have more white hair and so therefore I think it's just I, I think you just mellow down with age as well and you hold on to this angle and you're like okay, nothing is working let me try another way and so another way is so much better I'm thinking over the weekend like oh my god if I had knew this was 
what people were always talking about, you forgive and good things come. I would have done it long time ago, but this is again, it's ego speaking. I mean, if there's always a divine time for everything and this is the right time for me to let go so that I can manifest bigger things and more responsibilities into my life. And at the end of the day, you know, we are all children of God and I'm not better than he is, neither is he better than I am. So if I judge him, means I think I am better, right? And so this is all part of growing up. This is all part of spiritual maturity. And so it's like once I'm able to let go, and this I've learned from Wayne Dyer, right? He says, you cannot judge another child of God and expect to manifest all your desires. And I understand, I understood that cognitively, but I could not do it, you know? It's like there's just so much energy and they always say forgiveness is about yourself. It's not about letting the other person go. We all heard this, we all hear this and it just seems so hard. But after <laughs> holding on to that energy for such a long time, at some point you will decide to let it go. And over the weekend, I've heard something from, I think it's Eckhart and Oprah, something so beautiful, forgiving, it's for giving literally for giving it's for giving it's for giving yourself peace for giving yourself love for giving the other person the space to be themselves i mean honestly to be honest we have a lot of funny characters on earth but that's because we judge them right and we label them we label ourselves and this and that but once we drop the labels we all have this free will to decide who we want to be and how we choose to carry ourselves in the world and there's no right and there's no wrong so obviously we judge the other person because it doesn't it's not aligned with our belief system it doesn't align with our values it doesn't align with basically our past experiences therefore we judge however if we just understand that we all have a different reality bubble and we get to pick and choose whoever we decide to be and it's okay you know, I mean, there is a moral compass, there's a moral kind of like standard, you know, like you don't rob from your brothers, you don't steal from your brothers. Yeah, that's like this kind of like inner conscience that you don't do it, right? You do the right thing, even when nobody's watching, that's being a responsible person. However, there are some characters who will decide to do that, do that. And for whatever reason, it is not for us to judge, it's only for that person and for that person and within the, its own karma construct for the universe to, you know, yeah, um, I won't say punish, but kind of like, it's for that person to learn the lesson, it's not for us to judge. So a lot of times we try to play God, right? And we try to be in control, but after a while you realize that, hey, you know, just leave people alone, people will leave you alone. Alright, so if you have any questions, I invite you to actually make my life easier and write all your questions in the question box, which is, there's a question mark there so that I can see all the questions. And if you do have a question, please think, how is this question, is this an empowering question or is this an disempowering question? This empowering question is like, um, why am I a victim? Why am I constantly, you know, um, surrounded by toxic people you know you need to ask yourself how have you contributed to this situation right so and ask questions that might benefit may will benefit the collective community as well because we're all one you might think that oh you know um 
it's not important it's my question but I tell you most of us go through the same thing we all have the same question so your question might help someone else all right so hi hi everybody let me know where you're from as well and where you're tuning in live from what time is it over there I have a question here what inspired you to make this account well I've answered this question a lot of times well I used to have a Facebook group that's called the spiritual entrepreneurs that I was hosting more than 20,000 members over there but it became like kind of sort of like a yellow pages kind of thing it was it became spammy when I started it um, I mean when I started it it was something new nobody I mean not many people were having groups and eventually it's like everybody has a group and in my community in my industry it's like everybody has a community and everybody is in every community and everybody starts to be spammy there was a lot of desperate energy like I just want that still I want to sell so I felt like the time was up initially the group was beautiful the interaction was beautiful the engagement was awesome and then after a while you know at sometimes things have to come to an end you know and I just felt like it was coming to an end and there was an end and I didn't want to let that go at first because that became my identity that became like oh you know I created this it made me famous that kind of thing <laughs> so cute she, she just wrote like and then um, yeah so I let that go and but I was guided to start a I was guided to start Instagram account but concurrently at that time I was already dabbling with Instagram trying to figure it out because every platform every social media platform has their own culture while I was very familiar with the Facebook culture I wasn't really familiar with the Instagram culture and at that time everybody was posting beautiful photos and I'm thinking okay that's not for me I don't know how to do it but one day I decided you know what I'm gonna master this I wanna have a beautiful feed as well and I started learning it learning that and all because it was to prepare for this moment so you just I just followed my divine guidance I just followed one step at a time I don't know it's like I just I was I mean I'm just naturally very I mean not naturally I used to be I I rebel sometimes but when you know the signs the the inner calling is just so loud you just can't ignore I'm like okay I eventually closed the group and I headed to Instagram and I'm like you know it took me a while to figure out what the brand name is because the the spiritual entrepreneurs that brand it's very limited and I want to expand my brand and so I was thinking, what brand can I have? I want a brand that is generic. I want a brand that I don't have to rebuild over and over again. Well, if you're interested in learning how to build brands or you know, channel in your million dollar idea, I have a course, Reset Your Mindset to Receive Your Million Dollar Idea. That's only $38. I use the same strategies, well, the same way to manifest my this million dollar idea, the woman of influence. So at the end of the day, it was like I was figuring things out. Should I use my own name? Should I use what, this, that, you know, so I was just figuring out, I knew that I wanted a brand that is generic enough for me to talk about everything and anything and I can grow together with the brand. I mean, Spiritual Entrepreneurs is great, it's nice, I channeled in a lot of people, I attracted a lot of people, but it was still, it has its limitations, so now I know better. I wanted a brand that, because I, I, I know I'm creative. I've created so many brands before. I had crystal healing brand. I had a crystal jewelry brand. I, you know, it's like just so many. And I just was just a little bit tired of building brands over and over again. 
And so it took me a while, and I got the Woman of Influence. And then I, as when I started it, I wanted to be rich and famous, like the Kim Kardashian, to be the influencer. But it wasn't working, you know. It wasn't serving my highest good. It was still from an egoic need. And then I'm like, you know what? It's not working. And I decided to just talk about what I want to talk about every single day. Talk about my breakthroughs. Talk talk about my lessons. Just do mini blogging on this account. And I didn't expect it to explode. Obviously, I wanted to explode, but you know, at that point, it wasn't like something that you you know, it's not something like you want and it can happen. But it did. So it just happened organically, I suppose. Yeah. And now it's like two hundred forty-eight thousand members strong in fifteen months. So that's really amazing. And it goes to show it's not it's not my work. I'm just very aligned with my message. Um, I love what I do every day. I love spending time with you, and it's that love, it's that commitment to the community, it's the commitment to my life purpose, and divine intervention kind of like happened. All right. Oh yeah, that's right. It's Memor- Memorial Day in the U.S. Happy Memorial Day. Okay, so I have a question. What would be a good way to overcome procrastination to to do procrastinate to to do to fear due to fear? I think to be honest, we all have fear. That's quite natural um, because we fear the unknown. We haven't done it before, so we are afraid. We are afraid of the repercussions. We are afraid of failure. We are afraid of success. We are just so scared. And also because since we were younger, as a child, our parents were holding us back, were holding us back, were holding us back, and we never got to decide fully and, you know, like make full decisions on ourselves. Our parents always made decisions for us. Somebody always made decisions for us. So as a result, it made us scaredy cats, you know. But, I mean, we all have fear. But successful people feel the fear, but do it anyway. <coughs> So I always ask myself, am I going to allow fear to paralyze me? Am I going to allow fear to decide my life? Or am I going to decide my life? Fear is it's from the ego, right? And when you have fear, sometimes it could be excitement as well because fear and excitement can feel the same. So you need to check in within yourself. Are you actually excited about the thing or are you really scared about the situation? And procrastination it's just you need to give your I procrastinate sometimes like before I start a project and I have resistance I procrastinate but I give myself a deadline to procrastinate and I'm like that's it but within the procrastination time I need to ask myself is this something that I really 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 want to experience and does this really light me up sometimes procrastination is just giving you time to really think about is this what you really want a lot of times our wants and desires are not ours in the first place it's someone else's desires for us right so in this procrastination time you can actually ask yourself you know abraham says abraham hicks says procrastination means you're not ready for it you're not aligned with that energy so give yourself that time to really ask yourself is this what i really want Sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's a good idea, but not that of a great idea for you to spend time and energy and invest your time and energy and embark onto into that project, right? I call this the project. So if you're really excited about something, like if, I mean, I'm committed to this community. I'm committed to building this community. There are days where it's hard, you know, but because I'm so committed, I really want my message to get to 
every corner of the universe and I'm committed to do this every single day. Not every single day I wake up excited and I want to talk it over, you know, via this because I need to make up and I'm like, oh, you know, but once I'm here, it's like I'm in the groove. So there's always resistance before you do something, but I really enjoy my time with you. And so I'm willing to just do, move through the uncomfortable moments and get it done. You know, of course, um, the thing that you want to do and experience must completely light your soul up, light your being up, light every part of your cell and every atom out. Then you will overcome your fears and procrastination. You know, I mean, and for me, one thing I, I ask myself, what am I really afraid of? What is it that I'm super afraid of? Like, this is something that I really want to do. What am I really afraid of? Like, I'm afraid of failing. I'm afraid of, like, just failing, basically, like, looking like a fool or something like that. And once you can accept that fear, if should it happen, say you are going on, you're going to do some public speaking, right? And then you're so afraid, are my shoes going to be okay? What happens if, <laughs> if um, something happens and I, I trip and fall over the stage and I say something stupid and, and I have no engagement? And, you know, just write down all your fears. And if, if you're okay with those fears, then the fear has no hold over you, you know? So you need to self-talk your way out of this. Am I going to allow my fear to hold me back and are you okay with regrets because the truth is as i talked about it in, at the beginning time is ticking like we are in we are approaching june right now time is going by just like this i mean i just i mean in less than a year i'll be 40 i just turned 39 it's a crazy and i'll be 50 in the next 10 years and you might think oh my god 10 years is 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 it's a long time, but I'm telling you, it happens in the blink of an eye. And I don't want to have any regrets. I hate it. I don't allow it. So I made a pact with myself. What's the worst that can happen? Try it. Do it. What's the worst that can happen? If I don't like it, I can always be back to status quo. If I embark on the project, I can. if I don't like it, I can discontinue it and do something else. Because this is all part of growth. I'm committed to my growth, not the process but my growth, what can I learn through this? I have started a lot of brands and I've failed. I've started a lot of things that I've failed as well, but it made me become aware of so many things. It become, made me aware of myself and, and every stage of life. You know, you would desire different things and every stage of life, life will call you to a different part. Like, yeah, so life knows best. Like the universe knows best what's for you. And sometimes it might require you to get out of comfort, most of the time, to get out of comfort zone, travel out of country or something like this. Um, but, you know, it, it, yeah. So what I've learned is I fell in love with the unknown. God is in the unknown. All possibilities are in the unknown. So once I fell in love with the unknown and I know that all possibilities are not unknown, that I no longer fear the unknown. Um, and I know that everything is for my highest good and everything is just for me to learn. I mean, for nothing else, it's just for me to learn more about myself, what I can do, what I can't do, what I like and what I don't like. Sometimes it's through experience that you learn about yourself. Most of the time, like what you like and what you don't like. Oh, you know, I'm never going to do this again because I don't like it. And don't, don't be afraid it's not going to be set in stone. 
you know what you used to like in the past or what you enjoy doing might not be what you enjoy doing now because we all evolve we are not the same person i say this every single day is not we are not the same person so you know so just to be transparent with you i'm not going for my 10 day silent meditation retreat anymore because something happened at home and i'm also a mother and i have to weigh my pros and cons i have three children at home and it happens to be there you know um school holidays right now and so am i going to just leave them and then worry for them or not so um i decided to stay and three weeks ago two weeks ago that was a good idea because i needed the meditation i was in a crazy mental defunct situation it was going crazy and now i'm not now i'm at peace and i don't need that meditation anymore and i feel so much at peace and and yeah so what seemed like a good idea like i don't want to it's like how should i say this if i feel like if i have a loss of face i don't i should just pretend i should go and but i don't feel that decision anymore so maybe the right time would come again because at this point um if i'm single i would go you know but i'm also a mother my mother duties come before everything else my children comes before everything else god first obviously but i i cannot be irresponsible so i just can't go anymore and that's okay and that's not a loss of face or anything i'm just being honest with you life happens and i checked in within myself should i still go cuz i still had some time to decide should i still go what does my body feel like like check in check in with your body check in with yourself how do you feel is this something that lights up your soul no longer it's no longer lighting up my soul it's no longer lighting me up so then don't go i would rather spend the time you know with my children going on a holiday day trips and you know i would rather do that that excites me so follow your highest excitement when you follow your highest excitement you know you will know what to do and fear has no space you cannot be excited and fearful at the same time you cannot be happy and sad at the same time So your body will always tell you what's the right thing to do and the decisions that you make ladies please do not think that it is set in stone you are free to make a different decision okay and holding you are no longer you're not the same person so how can you be making the same decisions you can't right so 2 years ago I'm holding on to this anger because I didn't know any better but now you know it's like I'm at a different space You know, things don't bother me anymore. It's like my sanity really really is very important. Anything that's robbing me of the joy that's living in the now, it's too expensive, you know? And part of my realization is my weight issues. I've been talking about this very honestly with you as well. It's like I've been, I put on so much weight for the last 3 years and now my weight is actually helping me see that I'm unnecessarily stressing myself and that's why I put on weight. And so because of that, I have decided I am not going to stress over small things like just okay it's it's fine it's it's no problem no biggie okay go ahead cuz I'm important like my sanity my health is important when I stress over things that I can't control over it's just too expensive I will have expensive um repercussions and I'm not ready to pay that price for it all right How do you decide to move on and get a divorce? You know it's a taboo, almost a taboo in Asian families. Yeah, I mean I totally understand. I mean, even for me, um I have been I decided I wanted a divorce as well. And I think it's just doing what's best for you and it's not easy and I think for a woman, um we don't decide 
to get a divorce like immediately it's over a series of you know just years and years of tolerating and i think if you're to you have tolerated enough and if that decision is for your highest good then go for it and you know i'm telling you this is the best time for women to rethink their decision for their marriage for their relationship because it's not a taboo subject right now collectively and globally more women are accepting this decision a lot of people are embracing this decision like i said when you decide to get married you when your 20s in your 30s now let's say you're in your 50s or 60s you're no longer the same person and so you deserve happiness your partner deserves happiness as well if two people just stay together and they're not happy then why be together that's not what god wants for us that's not what your soul wants for you so i think it's like you it's not i mean it's not a light decision you got to really think it through like are you financially stable then get yourself financially stable first what is holding you back a lot of women don't want that divorce or are afraid it's because of the stability you know they rock the boat and you know i think it's time to be independent yourself then you decide whether you want to be in this relationship or not um i yeah so at the moment i mean we're not talking we are i mean it was very hostile for the last two years but like i said over the weekend i decided to you know invite him to the the the, the day trip and you know we are cordial now i don't know where it might lead to but at the end of the day i feel like if two parents are fighting the children are getting the brunt of it and i think i have to be adult to be the adult in the room and say you know what i need to, for whatever reason for you know i just have to do it for the kids to keep it cordial because they are they will feel the energy and it's just not fair okay and look at court kardashian courtney kardashian and scott i mean they are good great examples i don't know if you like them or not but at least they're you know there are a lot of issues but they're co-parenting now for whatever reason i think i cannot get rid of him he can't get rid of me we are binded by you know our children forever and so for that reason you know we need to grow up for our children whether we we are together or not so you know right now a lot of women are supportive of that decision in the past maybe at least 5 years ago when you tell someone oh no you should stay you should think for your kids and no but with now women becoming more independent and more vocal and we all understand the situation and i tell you most women are having you know second thoughts about their marriage and they're more independent it's 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 quite a norm now you know even in the asian families it's easier right now to be honest but you know you live your life you get to say who and what families are families they can say whatever they want but you are the one living your life you are the one have to end up you are the one living with you know living with you so you it's your job to make you happy and not the family happy okay i don't know if you have kids or not but if you are happy your children will be happy and there you know in the asian culture so many parents right they just stay together for their kids but if you interview those kids right now they're all older now they all knew they all knew something was going on and they all wish their parents actually followed their heart because both of them will be so much happier they all knew and what are we teaching our girls our children to suffer to tolerate a relationship that doesn't serve us to be unhappy what are we teaching our children what kind of examples are we setting up for our children um and also your children can sense your children can feel it you know so yeah 
and uh, and a lot of times it's we always use our children as an excuse not to move forward like oh I'm staying for the kids but like I said you interviews don't you interview those kids with parents in that structure they all knew you know and they wish their parents could have gone for it they wanted their mother to be happy their father to be happy and so don't use your children as excuse it's just so lame okay so thank you so much love and hugs you have truly helped me best advice ever you're so welcome how to shift the mental thoughts versus natural instincts instinct helps to overcome fears of rejection and choosing a good life's plan be it relationship marriage or descending upon a well that's a mouthful um so your mental thoughts i assume it's mind chatter right the mind chatter it's not your thoughts it's a collection of your past experiences your past belief systems and perhaps even the collective consciousness of what society says the right and wrong what society says so we all have a natural instinct which i call the divine gps which is also the intuition you know we all have that we all have that and the more you listen to it the more it gets louder and the more you can you're able to trust it your intuition between you and your intuition is a relationship very often we listen to our mind chatter and we don't listen to our intuition because our mind chatter keeps us in comfort zone and therefore it's comfortable our intuition sometimes requires us to get outside our comfort zone and most of the time it does not make logical sense and for us because we are creatures of habit then we end up choosing the habitual thoughts the usual belief system the usual routine because that is comfortable human beings we just hate change but if you embrace change then you life is waiting for you you know what i mean so there is a intuitive small voice within yourself it's very still it's not drama it's very still but you have to tune in to listen to it okay you've got to train yourself to listen to that still voice we all have that okay we all have the intuition right and so you gotta give yourself time and listen to it and ask it questions yes or no questions you will feel inside your body whether is it a yes or is it a no and the more you listen to it the more you're able to trust it and then life would be in the flow for you you know we all say go with the flow go with the flow go with the flow means you have to be one with the flow all right and so Fears of rejection, I mean, it's like when you fear rejection means you're taking it personally. Oh, they rejected me because they didn't like me. Oh, because I'm Chinese, because I'm not pretty enough, oh, because of this, I'm not good enough. So when you fear rejection, it's ultimately the underlining issue of I don't feel I'm good enough. So again, it's self-confidence. You, you have to have this inner space of confidence and say, all right, you know, if they don't want me, that's great. Maybe time is not it's not a right for it's not right for them money is the issue like sometimes it's timing so when you learn to not take anything personally then it's not about you most of the time it's never about us it's always about the other person so let me give you an example when you take a group photo right when you take a group photo with your girlfriends or with your family you look at the photo who do you look at first leave me a comment tell me be honest here when you look at a group photo with you in the photo who do you look at first? 
who do you look at first you right you look at i don't know i mean i look at myself and then i check myself my eyebrows oh my god i didn't look at my eyebrow my eyebrows like look i'm looking at myself my eyebrows are not really evenly drawn you look at yourself so people are obsessed with themselves first they don't really care you just think people care about you but no they care about themselves right you care about yourself right so therefore you know you're wasting time thinking about what other people think about you and you're afraid of that rejection it's okay sometimes we feel like we're not good enough sometimes it's true sometimes it's not and especially if we are embarking on something that is new you know a new a new situation a new course a new career i mean we will and i mean i will feel not good enough because i don't have enough experience i don't have enough practice so then give yourself practice how can i be good enough sometimes it's not true like i've been in this industry for 12 years and sometimes it still keeps up you're not good enough you don't know what you're doing but that's not true i know what i'm doing right um, I'm not clueless anymore like I used to be 12 years ago. So sometimes it's the insecurities which the ego is playing. But sometimes, I mean, if I'm learning something like, say, the psychology or something, there's so much to learn. And I know, you know, it's time up to, time's up to learn something new. Then I feel like, oh, you know what? I'm still new at this. And it's okay because we all grow. And choosing your life partner relationship, you know, you must know what you want. And if you don't, then at least know what you don't want and go through the list. I don't want this. I don't want that. I don't want this. I don't want, I don't want to marry a smoker. I don't want to be with a smoker. I don't want to be with a gambler. Okay, then what is it that you want? I want somebody who is spiritual. I want somebody who is, you know, committed to his development, his spiritual development, his growth. Um, like, so find out what you don't want first and then ask yourself, what is it that you want? Because it's not just good enough it's not good enough to know what you don't want and so if you focus on the list of what you don't want then the universe will end up sending you all the things that you don't want so you must tell the universe exactly what you want and desire right so this is your job you need to go figure out i mean having a job is not my thing um but that's not the case for other people and if you if having a job is your thing then this is your thing you shouldn't be an entrepreneur or whatever it is so there's just so much nonsense going out in the world right now where you need to quit your job if you want to fulfill your purpose follow your highest bliss that's bullshit right i mean that's still not true not everybody's supposed to be an entrepreneur can you imagine the entire world being an entrepreneur that'll be so boring who's going to serve you dinner when you go to the restaurant who's going to serve you when you fly who's going to fly the plane when you travel right so we don't have the same desires not everybody is supposed to be a dentist not everybody's supposed to be a surgeon not everybody's supposed to be a teacher not everybody is supposed to be you know um, an entrepreneur not everybody is supposed to be an engineer like I'm not called to go save the whales I'm not go I'm not called to go be an engineer and repair the aircraft I'm not called to fly the airplane like I'm not called that's not my interest so you must know what your interest is as well of course in our era people are always telling us you need to be a doctor you need to be a lawyer you blah 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 you know it's like oh that's a good stable job but in my generation you see a lot of lawyers ditching their law practice going to be a chef stay at home moms and they just you know like fulfill their parents dream and then they do something else completely so you need to ask yourself whose dreams are you fulfilling you have to first fulfill your dreams what is it that you truly desire um 
to experience because once you have that lockdown then you will do whatever it takes no matter what to get there and the no matter what is going to be hard you'll be challenged you'll be you know torn apart you will be pieced back together again you will you know reach rock bottom and this is all for your growth your tenacity your confidence building your character i've been torn apart put together gone to hell came back again it's like oh my god it's just so crazy um but I wouldn't change anything because that made me who I am today. I'm confident. I'm comfortable in my own skin. I don't run away from life because I used to run away from life. Like I just don't want any problems. I just. But life is not a straight line. If nothing is happening for you, if life is boring for you, that means to say, you know, um, you're not growing. You're stagnant. You know, excitement means you need to get out of the house, and adventure means you need to get out of the house as well. And that requires you to get out of comfort zone. I hear this so often, right? How many of you actually have this wish list, bucket list? I want to travel more. I want to travel more. But then you're like still in your house. You don't travel like outside your town. You don't go anywhere. It, it, it's like, how is that working? I mean, if you want to travel... I mean, those of you in the States, right? I mean, it's like, I really, really envy you because the US, it's like all other bigger countries than Singapore, right? I mean, like you can still travel within your country and you still can call yourself a tourist. And I think you cannot cover the entire US in one lifetime. And so if you live in the US and you say you want to travel, start traveling within your own country first before you start thinking, oh, okay, I'm going to travel to Paris or whatever it is. Get outside the comfort zone. Go to a different, you know, like place in your town. Like, you know, that's traveling as well. But no, we're all stuck at home. We, we don't want to do anything different. So traveling requires you to get outside your comfort zone because it's in the unknown different culture different space but i'm telling you when you travel you actually the more you travel the more you find yourself because you don't have any baggage when you travel if, when you're in a foreign land nobody knows you and when nobody knows you you don't come with baggages you don't come with belief systems you have that space to just be you you know um so that's amazing uh I challenge you to travel. So I have a client, she's taking, she's saying, you want to travel for, she's like, you want to travel, travel. I'm like, you know what? Just then go travel. Let's block in the date, block, book it right now and tell me when you're going to travel. And by the next call, she's supposed to tell me where she's going, what she's going to do. And she did it. She'd been procrastinating for such a long time. And I challenged her and she did it. And she came back. She had a road trip with her girlfriend and it was just so amazing. So sometimes when you say you want all those things, it requires you to get outside your comfort zone. You have to do it. And this doing, sometimes it causes resistance. But if you don't do it, then you'll still be here. You're not going anywhere. Is this where you want to be? Okay? Alrighty. So great questions today. You know what? Okay, I have this. My question, how does any woman need to break off from the life cycle and overcome fears and rejections of regrets? So it's the same thing. To break the life cycle is to break routine. Like I say, travel, do break your pattern is to do something different. It, I mean, you can break your pattern every single day um, by if you're driving, 
the same route every day. Go by a different route. There are a ton of ways to get to your destination. Go a different route. Take the bus. Take the pub public transport. Take the train. Or you know, just do something different. When you do something different, you break the patterns in within your body. Okay, so overcome fears and rejection. I've answered that. Love your accent. You know, it's really weird with my accent. I mean. I used to have this insecurity about my accent because you know I'm from Singapore. I have a very strong, strong and thick Singaporean accent, and I, it it prevented me from speaking for so many years because I'm like you know what I don't have an American accent. I don't have the British accent. Who's gonna listen to me? But when I started to be more confident in myself and focus on my message, then I'm like you know what screw the accent and I'm just gonna speak anyway. And then since that day I'm unstoppable. You know I just talk and talk and talk. So we all have our own insecurities. You know, and it's something. It's what we think, and when we can overcome it, it's not an issue anymore. All right. So, awesome. So you say you're a stay-at-home mom, and I think you know, being a mother has so many responsibilities. Sometimes I hear people say, "Oh, I'm just a mom." You're not just a mom. You are responsible for the next. Generation of leaders. The next generation depends on your parenting skills and how great of a mom you are. And so, the more you can, you know, being a mother, you have a lot of responsibilities. So, I'm a mother as well, and I'm aware right now that I am, like, who I am, will impact and influence my children's behavior. So. When I'm not doing anything, I actually work on myself. I have a lot of, I read. Um, I am obsessed with my own personal growth. You know, who I am yesterday is not who I am today. I think a lot. I, you know, I just want to push myself. So, yeah, I've been a stay-at-home mom all my life. I mean, you should know. I mean, it's a lot of responsibilities, right? A lot of balancing, and it's a twenty-four-hour job, no off day, no bonus. It's tough. So. It's amazing. All mothers are amazing. Okay, don't just think that you know. Sometimes mothers struggle a lot with insecurities, but you are literally responsible for the next generation of leaders. You are responsible. Did you break it? Okay. <laughs> How long did you take to hit one hundred thousand? How long? Well, it took me six months to reach ten thousand. And then between ten, between six months to now, I think six months. Yeah, the first six months was like, okay, I need to figure myself out. What's my message?、Um, yeah, what I want, what I want to say. The first six months was was really about figuring myself out. But listen, I mean, although this brand is fifteen months old, but I'm not a new entrepreneur. I, I'm, I'm not a new community builder. builder. I've been doing this for twelve years, so it's the twelve years of collection of my experience,、um, and it just seems like it's fifteen months. And for the past three years, nothing was happening. For the past three years, it was a lot of growth, a lot of discovering myself. It was a lot of healing. It was just a lot of figuring things out. For the past three years, nothing was happening for three years, and once I am more aligned, and you know, it's like I. Figured my bullshit out and I let it go, and within fifteen months, this brand is you know two hundred forty thousand, two hundred forty eight thousand members strong. 
Um, so it's not how long it takes me to reach 10,000. It's how long does it take you to become the person you need to be to, to um, host and run a thriving community. You have to be responsible. You, your energy has to be big enough to hold the vibration of 100,000 people, right? If you're not ready, it ain't happening. You don't want it to happen and then it falls, it breaks down. But it might, ha it needs, it might need to happen for you and that's what happened for me. So with my group, Spiritual Entrepreneurs, I had 20,000 members at, by that time. It was a lot. Um, but I, it crumbled because I wasn't ready. My vibration internally wasn't matching the outside success. So everything crumbled. So my message is your internal vibration, who you are, must match the external success. It can happen as well, like the external success is too much high of a vibration and you're not ready for it. It will crumble because you cannot hold on to it. At this point, after three years of soul searching and on this journey, 12 years, out of the 12 years, three years doing nothing. Well, not really doing nothing, but just, you know, personal development. And then one year of this, like, explosion, it's, it's absolutely, um, you know, it's absolutely amazing. So it's all about this journey. It's about who you need to be, who you need to become, who you need to become. Okay, once you're vibrationally matched with the external, then, you know, um, it will happen. Okay, we'll deal with it later, okay? What, what was the first year, 12 years of experience? Like, oh my God, it was a lot of ego, very egoistic, very, I was in the very egoic space. Uh, a lot of self-discovery, a lot of proving, a lot of hustling. Um, yeah, and all that. Yep. A lot of uh, self-discovery that was the first 12 years and it was worth the journey. Obviously, at the, at the beginning, you want to get it there, you want it there, you want to be there, you want to be there. But you need to give yourself patience. I mean, at that time when I started my journey, I, I really feel like I was still a girl. And then as you grow, you will, end, you will become a woman. Alright? It's the woman that we will become through the journey and thanks to the journey. Alright, so I think she's getting restless. I need to keep her company now. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, just to let you know, this week's live stream will be in a very sporadic time because this is the last week of school. I have to um, go to school for tomorrow. is the school's 165th anniversary, so we're attending the concert. And then I have to volunteer in my daughter's secondary school to sell brownies. And then I have to have this parent-teacher meet. So I promise I'll be here every single day, but timing will not be confirmed this for this week. And this is the last week of my live streams. I don't know what I'm going to do in June, but I will um, think about this. So I'm also open now to receiving, to coaching and mentoring people. I have a few limited slots. I don't want to coach a lot of people because I want to devote my time to the people that I'm coaching. So if you feel like I am the one who, co who can coach and mentor you, and if you're looking for a coach and mentor, to get you from where you are to where you want to be, then go ahead and click the link in my bio and schedule a 30-minute complimentary coaching session. I mean, strategy session, clarity session, not a coaching session, but a clarity session. And let's see where we can take uh, that session to.
Alright, so click the link in my bio if you're looking for E, that's me, looking for a coach and mentor and if you know that I am the one for you. <laughs> Alright, so in the meantime, you have a good night, have a great day and I will talk to you soon. Alright, take care, goodbye. Bye!